Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. So we have a third down and six from the 13. Johnson under center. Fakes the handoff, takes it. Across the 15, across the 10, 5, and we finally have a Tigers touchdown. Wow, what a big, big touchdown there for the Tigers. Johnson rolls out. He's got a man open in the end zone. Touchdown! Tigers touchdown by Nick Stevens. Off tackle, Negraziano, luckily he was about to be down at the 25. He escapes 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Man in motion is Giordano as Johnson rolls back. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. It is Rod Elf. He is in for the touchdown. He gets past the man at the 15. Across the 10. Breaks another tackle at the 5. He is in for the touchdown. Nick Stevens. Phil Graziano with a gain of 4 yards up the middle there. He has reached that magic 1,000 yard mark for the season. Johnson under center. Drops back. Rolls to the right. He's got a man deep downfield. It is caught by Giordano at the 10, 5, touchdown! Sullivan on the hold, Devin Hunter, high snap, it is blocked! It is blocked! No good! And knocked away! Oh, boy! He meets the ball at the 40-yard line, it is a low line drive. Coming down to Graziano at the 15, across the 20. Across the 25, has a seam up the middle, 35, 30, 45, 40. Gets by Puckett's in midfield, 45, 40. 35, cuts to the outside, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Here's Steve Scolari, Chris McSweeney, and the legend, Bob Herpin. Two rousing wins to open the season. Marble Newtown encountered its first roadblock in the guise of the mighty Pencrest High on the road last Thursday. Tonight it's a return to familiar surroundings, but the test ahead is no less difficult as the Tigers welcome the Conestoga Pioneers, fresh from a surprising road defeat of powerhouse Garnet Valley to Harry Harvey Stadium. It's game number four and home game number two for Ray Genta's charges here in 2009 and another beautiful night of football under the lights here in Newtown Square. Good evening, everybody. I'm Bob Herpin, back again after a three-week hiatus which saw the Tigers split two games away, the last being a 35-0 decision at the hands 
of those Pencrest in media. I'd like to bring it to the broadcast now, Chris McSweeney. Chris, your impressions of the Tigers' performance over the last two weeks, and particularly in the Pencrest contest. Yeah, well, they were overmatched the Pencrest match last week, as we saw firsthand. We were all there, losing 35 nothing. The rush defense wasn't so strong, giving up four rushing touchdowns to the uh, Pencrest team. But I, I look forward, I look forward to tonight because I feel like they're going to bounce back. When we were uh, there last weekend, and we looked over to the uh, the end of the end of the game huddle, all the uh, players were listening intently to the coach, looking like heads up, not heads down. So I look for them to bounce back. Some players. Are back, Striegel is back, he, he looks forward to hopefully opening some holes for the offense, hopefully the wing tee will come back strong, and hopefully they avenge last year's 21-6 loss. Well, they need to dial up some home cooking against Conestoga with new head coach John Vogan. Of course, they are coming off a very surprising 14-7 decision at Garnet Valley last week, and a surprising result all across the board, and in spite of that, or actually because of that Conestoga is favored. I was looking today in the Delco Times. All four football riders favoring Conestoga. Not only favoring them, but expecting them to produce decisive victories. Only one of the three actually gave Marple Newtown more than uh, seven points in the contest. Yeah, when I was reading up on some things before the game, I noticed that... uh Conestoga will bring back nine stars on offense. I feel like that has to have a great deal to do with what the writers are predicting tonight for a uh, Conestoga victory, and mostly due to at least a seven-point, some to a ten-point victory. So. Well, one of the players who keyed last year's 21-6 season opening victory in Berwyn was Leighton Dennis, who lit up the Marple Newtown defense for 189 yards and one touchdown. He is back once again, and we'll see if that Marple Newtown defense, who as a trademark of just being a swarming defense, always two, three guys on the ball carrier, specifically on the rushing plays, to see if they can wrap him up before he breaks a couple of big plays, which helped him along last year. Yeah, they have to look out for both him, Leighton Dennis, number four, and number 19, Blair Brooks, both seniors in the backfield who are very dominant, running behind a big senior offensive line. And then the quarterback for Conestoga is number 12, Bill Flatley. Well, before we get things started tonight, it is a very special night here in this pregame ceremony as the sun sets in the West. Tigers head coach Ray Junta posted his 100th career victory two weeks ago in a road victory, and he will be honored for the first time here as the, the first time the Tigers have been home since that milestone victory. We'll have everybody involved with the school and the football team out here on the field very shortly before the coin toss and the national anthem. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. And be back on the other side with all those events. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few proud the Marines Hey Tigers fans did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel because they have authentic genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel they're always hot, always fresh always a great deal when I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste 
and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back to live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium just prior to the start of this game, number four in the 2009 season between the Marple Newtown Tigers and Pencrest. Sorry, Conestoga Pioneers, pardon me. And with Chris McSweeney, Steve Scaleri, and executive producer Jim Alsman, I'm Bob Herpin. And Chris, just want to get you another point uh, talking about what's going on tonight. Yeah, I also, besides having Ray Junta's presentation, tonight is also youth night here at Marple Newtown. And the high school football players and also other fall athletes visited four elementary schools today. They visited Laurel, Russell, Loomis, and Culbertson. And all those kids are in attendance tonight. And there's actually a uh, spirit award available tonight for the uh, elementary school that brings the most kids. So we have a big crowd tonight, and it looks like some of those kids have made it, which is good to see. Well, that's right, Chris. Uh, already, it's maybe a good five minutes before kickoff, and we've got at least twice the amount of people here on our sideline. And you can definitely see Conestoga. Well, maybe not right now exactly, but uh, they do travel well. Yeah, they expect they that well. side, the opposite side of the field, to fill up very well, also. So here, both teams on the field right now, and we're going to go to the downfield ceremonies, honoring Ray Junta for his 100th career victory. the assistant principal and athletic director of Marple Newtown. And with the ceremony now complete, they'll have the captains meet exactly in the middle of the field at the 50-yard line on the M and N. Two from Marple Newtown, Kevin Striegel and Kevin Johnson, and four from Conestoga. Here we have the coin toss. Exactly, that's it. Great. It's like a light switch, boom. Yeah. Lights go on. Like to see that. Your head goes. Rubs off on your players. 
tell that I have a regular silver dollar in my hand. That is the tail. That is the head. That's the head. That's the tail. Thomas Toker, you're the visitors. You make the call. Tails is called. That is a head. Warple, you've won the toss. You can kick, receive, defend the goal in the second half. You've elected to receive. Which goal would you like to defend? Defend the scoreboard. Put your back right there. Guys, put your back right there. Marple will receive at this end. So there we have it. Marple Newtown wins the toss and will receive. They will be going right to left across your podcast dial. Marple Newtown wearing their home blacks outlined on the shoulders in orange and white. Black helmets with a tiger paw on either side. Conestoga wearing their road whites. Burgundy numbers, front and back. Burgundy socks, white shoes, silver pants. So, Chris, a little interesting gambit there as Marvel Newton has decided to receive to our right and leave Conestoga to defend the scoreboard side of the field. So now we'll have the uh, national anthem coming up right now by the Marvel Newtown Band. Chris, I apologize for cutting you off there. They cut to the band a little bit quicker than usual, so go ahead and make your point. No, I was going to say, I believe, my recollection of the season, I believe it's the first time we chose to receive the ball right off the bat. I'd have to go back and double-check. Well, actually, in the opening game, Marple Newton did actually lose the toss, but they did come up with the first points and the only points in that contest, a shellacking of Archbishop Ryan. So this time, uh, possibly the, the luck will kick in on the very first possession of the contest. Yeah, you'd like to see the offense come out and put up some points on the board after being blank last week. Absolutely, nothing, really nothing, like nothing better than to just wipe away the memory of that right. uh, that week by uh, taking up the fight in front of the home crowd and ramming it down to the opposition's throat right away. If there was ever a time for a big return. Right now would be nice. And the ball is just about ready to be spotted at the 40-yard line. Conestoga will be kicking. It will be number eight, Chris Stefano. Wide receiver and defensive back listed here as a senior, six foot two, 180 pounds. Three men back deep, Diaguardi, Duffy, and Ryan White. 
The kick is up and away. It is a high spiral coming down at the 19 to the 25 to the 30. Across the 35, he's got a man beat. And he finally has wrestled down just shy of the 45-yard line. So an excellent, excellent carry there for Mario Diaguardi to open this contest. Excellent field position. Doral Clark, Conestoga, Pioneers there with the stop. That's exactly what we talked about. Big return right off the bat. Get the juices flowing, get the team feeling good. And Diaguardi really didn't have a whole lot of room there, but he was able to feel his way with a phalanx of blockers right up the middle. 26-yard return, so they do spot it at the 45-yard line, first and 10. Vince Christiana split wide to the right. Johnson has a snap. He's rolling. He has a man downfield on the right side, and it is tipped and incomplete. Intended for Carl Kosarski out there in the flat, but uh, Conestoga defender gets his hand on it. Yeah, number 87, Kyle Morrison there. Big lineman putting his hands up, tipping the ball. Pass was a bit low, a bit rushed there was Johnson. Another interesting gambit by Ray Junta and the coaching staff to throw right away on first down. Exactly. So let's see if they can get the wing tee rolling here on second and 10 from the 45-yard line. Marble Newtown once again going from our right to our left. I really feel like the wing tee is the way to go tonight. Create the misdirection and the mismatches. One wide receiver, Johnny Watkins, split wide to the left. Two-man backfield, Diaguardi and Duffy. Johnson under center. He holds it. It's a fake handoff up the middle. He's got Duffy across the 50, across the 45. Fights off a tackler. He gets down to the 42-yard line of Conestoga. Christy stepping over the tackle there at number eight. Getting that wing tee. What he can do right there. First down right off the bat. Tigers first down, second touch of the ball game. It's a great atmosphere here, and I hope the 12th man brings out some good results. Well, if it's anything like what we're picking up off the ambient mic, they're going to channel all that emotion and intensity and bring it right on the field. Do you have an official's timeout? Ball is spotted at the 42-yard line of Conestoga. Gain of 13 yards for Ryan Duffy. And we are finally set this time. Vince Christiana split wide to the left. Two-man backfield, Diaguardi and Duffy again. He fakes a handoff, goes again to Duffy, up the middle. He gets maybe three yards there. Stefano again in on the tackle. So as you see early on, the hole's opening up right up the middle. I feel, I feel that it has to have something to do with the return of a Spriegel tonight, Bob, number 68. Having him back on the offensive line, he's a big guy, so... He's an, he's, you're right, he's the absolute bulldozer on which the uh, the backs will make their moves. Let's just hope he can stay healthy and keep that injury away the whole game. Second down and seven from the 39. It's a handoff up the middle once again. This time to Ryan White. As once again, Johnson, as he has done for the last two seasons, very adept at hiding the ball for the first back to go by and then giving it off to the second back without a look. Yeah, he's been really good protecting the ball this year. He had a couple of turnovers in this game last year, but hopefully that stays away this time. And it's Tigers. First down, he gets to the 31 with a favorable spot. So once again, Tigers moving the ball here at the left hash mark, which is the nearest to us on the left side of the field. Johnson in the center. He's rolling to the right. He's being chased. He's got a man downfield looking for Kosarski. It is complete. 
Carl Kosarski basically wrestled that away from two defenders, didn't he, Chris? Yeah, he was right there. Great catch. Thrown into pressure, but he made sure that ball was his. I saw, I think Johnson from the outset saw something a little bit further downfield, but Kosarski did a little curl back. Unfortunately, it wasn't a double coverage, but Kosarski's a monster. He could just rip the ball away because his will around the ball is greater than most of his opponents. All right, and he came, he came back to the ball right there, which helps out Johnson immensely. Gain of six, second down and four. From the 28-yard line now. Three men in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. It's a handoff to Diaguardi on the outside. He tries to get open at the 25, at the 20, heading towards the left sideline at the 15. He's finally down. Number 20, Casey Akadem making a tackle. A great misdirection from the handoff. Pioneers defense bit the other way, and Mario Diaguardi around on the outside. Yeah, it's just Diaguardi there. Didn't have the chance to turn on the Jets. He was looking to find a way to cut back in towards the center of the field, but ended up getting another three, four yards heading towards this left sideline for another Tigers first down. The offensive line just looks so much more in sync with the return of Striegel. I really feel like that has made a huge difference. He is their primary mover. Diaguardi once again in motion. Christiana split wide to the left. Johnson will roll out to the right again. Looking for Kosarski. Looking, looking. Throws it over his head. He was covered that time. Basically the same play right. was when Kosarski had the completion a couple plays ago, but this time Johnson just threw it away. Exactly. There was no chance of that one ever being completed. Good, good senior move by Johnson there to throw it away and be smart. Realizing he has a great drive going. Team playing well. Moving the ball. No reason to get too excited right now. And Johnson matures, Chris. We're seeing total grace under pressures right, right there. He, he felt the heat from the backside and from the front and just got rid of it before anything else happened. Exactly. Second down now from the 16-yard line. They've got Ryan White. Looks like he's in the blocking back on the left side. It's a handoff up the middle of the duff. He tries to feel his way. He's across the 10. Ryan White, Ryan White on the outside. Touchdown. And he found a man out there. I was having trouble following that play because White was absolutely consumed by a trio of Conestoga tacklers, but somehow bounced and spun all the way to the right. And where there are absolutely no defenders there, and Cruz right into the end zone. Wing T worked beautiful right there. Ryan White all the way on the outside, bounced out like you said, Bob, and just right in the middle of the touchdown. Well, this Wing T is full of little tricks like that. When you've got it going, hardly any defenses in this conference will be able to stop it. So Adam Fender on for the extra point. 8.38 left here in this first quarter. Ball is spotted. The kick is up, and it is more than good. It is good. That was another 50-yard kick on a 20-yard make. So with 8.38 remaining here in this opening quarter, Marple Newtown takes its first drive of the contest all the way for a touchdown. 7-0. We'll take a quick break and be back with the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory. Visit any other locations throughout the Delaware Valley, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps, the few, the proud, the Marines. Visit them on the web at marines.com. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net 
or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com and the Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club. For more information about the Boosters Club, visit their link on marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium. We had the kickoff by Adam Fender, taken by number 11, Dexter Bridge, at the 15, at the 20, and doesn't even get to the 25. Good job by the special teams there. Just like we talked about that first drive that we witnessed there, Bob. We were talking in the opening, we wanted to drive. We started off well with a good return, ate a lot of clock, showed some yardage, and then ultimately came up with points and we were lucky. And that's exactly what happened. It was pitch perfect, a really good start, and I feel like some of the pressure from last week has been relieved also Marple Newtown's Tigers. Well, only time will tell as Marple Newtown's defense gets its first crack at the football here. Number 12, Bill Flatley in the shotgun formation. It's a fake handoff, and it's a reverse. It's ball is fumbled. It is loose on the carpet. Over to get it is number 77. Christian Whiteside. Let's see who comes up with it. No sign as of yet. Kind of slow football. football. Christian Whiteside, number 77, right up there, forcing the bot snap, fumble, reverse. Really putting the pressure on, pushing them all the way back. And Dexter Bridge just absolutely mishandled that football here on the exchange. And Christian Whiteside was bearing down, and you could see it, but the Conestoga's quarterback just slid in there and recovered it. So now we have a second down and 30. Inside the 10. That's a handoff up the middle, and it's absolutely stuffed. Right at the line of scrimmage. Leighton Dennis got the call, and that was all. It was about a one-second call before Marple Newtown hung up. Third down now. When this has really pumped up the Marple Newtown bench and is also the defense. As you can see, several players demonstrably pumping their fists, jumping up and down. They can smell blood early. And as I was looking over the Conestoga roster, there was no Freddie Mitchell, even though that was fourth down. So hopefully the defense stays stronger. Third down and Westchester for Conestoga here. They have to get to the 34-yard line. Drops back to pass. He's rolling. He finds Bridge out in the flat around the 13, but he is wrestled down. Great tackle by Johnny Watkins. Great Not tackle. even close. And Johnny Watkins in a clear size mismatch with Dexter Bridge there. Just grabbed him by the arm, grabbed him by the leg, and spun him down on the far sideline. Really good job by Johnny Watkins. Bridge gets away there. He may get a couple more yards, but Watkins is sound tackle. Got him low, got him down. Great tackle. Can't teach heart, as they say, and Watkins showed plenty of it on that play. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta wonder what's happening when Bill Flatley just, not even in a shotgun, rolls out and has his five-yard pass to one sideline. In any event, fourth down for Conestoga. Back to punt will be to Stefano. It's a low-line drive coming down at the 48-yard line to Christiana. Busts up the middle. He's got a man through 40, 45, and down at the 36. Really good field position here for the Marple Newtown Tigers. So they are already in enemy territory. It's a perfect start overall, Bob, for how this really wanted to go down for the Tigers. 15 yards on the return, but they were big 15 yards. As Christiana just took off like a bullet. And if it wasn't for three guys stuffing up right there at the 36, 37 yard line, he could have gone. There's a flag on the field, and I believe it's going to be holding on the kicking team. 
So we will get the call momentarily. Early troubles once again for Conestoga. Holding penalty on the kickoff. It doesn't affect where the ball is placed at the 37-yard line of the Pioneers. 6.34 to go here in this opening quarter. Marble Newtown scored a touchdown on its first drive. Now it's drive number two with a 7-0 lead. Christiana split wide to the left. Johnson under center. He fakes the handoff. He's rolling out. He sees a man downfield trying for Ryan White. He was, he was hurried there, Johnson. He got away. Yeah, White just kind of slid there at the 20-yard right. line. Yeah. Slid, unfortunately, about two yards too far. Mm -hmm. And Johnson was not able to bring it under his hands. Second down and 10 for Marple Newtown. Christiana exits. Johnny Watkins comes on. Still again seeing the Tigers uh, throwing the ball right off the bat here. And I'd like to see them try something deep to Johnny Watkins. I feel like he has the speed to get down the sideline there, and I'd like to see him more incorporated in the offense. Well, they did that last year as the season wore on with Ron Alf getting more separation from the defensive backs. Well, let's go here. We have two men in the backfield. Johnson fakes the handoff White to team. Duffy, and he actually gives it to White across the 35, maybe down to the 33 here. Only a pickup of a couple as he followed a, a batch of players here on the far sideline but couldn't get any further. So it'll be a big third down here. Yeah, like I said, Bob, this is a big third down. You kind of want to keep this drive going, keep the emotions high, keep the team moving. So hopefully they can make this. I agree, Chris. Third down and seven. Christiana now split wide to the right. Two-man backfield, Deer Gordy and Duffy. White in motion. As they hand it up to Deer Gordy, he's got the first down and a little bit more. Up across the 30 to the 25, and finally brought down at the 23. Great running again by Diaguardi. Hit that hole really quick and really small. Really going behind the big offensive line, looking good. He comes in again, Casey Akeda making a stop for the Pioneers. Again, another first down for the Tigers. Gutsy play, gutsy call. Diaguardi did the rest. First and 10 for the Marple Newtown Tigers. Ball spotted at the 24. First and 10. 5-23 remaining here in this opening quarter. 7-0 Tigers. And they are driving. Duffy the lone setback. Diaguardi. White in motion. Johnson tries to roll out. He's being sacked. Back at the 33-yard line by Gene Gibson. No chance for Johnson. He's trying to look for somebody desperately on that left side. But... He was plowed under before he had a chance to, to really get the ball away. As he just tucked it under, knew he was going to take it, and takes the sack. Loss of six on the play, so it is a second down and 16. 4.32 remaining first quarter. Christiana once again split wide to the right. 
It's a straight handoff this time to Duffy up the middle across the 30, across the 25. Fights off a couple of guys and ran around on the 20 as he has six or seven Conestoga Pioneers finally wrestling down at the 19-yard line. I'll tell you one thing, Chris. If it was any threat of rain here, Duffy would have been absolutely covered. As he, they enclosed around him like a dome and protected him, even as he had his legs pumping furiously trying to get that extra yardage. Big third down, third and four. You're absolutely correct. Vince Christiana once again split wide to the right. Duffy Diaguardi in the backfield. White in the blocking position here on the left. Johnson's under center. He fakes the handoff one way, goes to Diaguardi on the outside, coming to the left. He's across the 15, across the 10. He's got the first down. He's fighting off a man. Before finally downed by number two, Jonathan Hamer. He was the only person standing in the way between Diaguardi and six. Similar to that earlier play they ran in the first drive, Diaguardi with the uh, reverse kind of fake where they go to one side and Diaguardi pops out the other side. Some open land, a couple blocks in front of him, and Hammer just making the stop. Ball like spotted just inside the 10-yard line, so it will be a first and goal for Marple Newtown. Great to see the Tigers really converting well on these third downs on this drive. Yeah, they're going pretty much at will, especially on those third down conversions. Christiana in the backfield. Johnson rolls out, but it's a fake handoff. Once again, up the middle, this time to Duffy. Duffy. And he really goes nowhere. It's kind of Stokas finally wise to that series. Yeah, Casey Akeda again in on the tackle. And let's see what Johnson has cooked up his sleeve now. She's coming to the sideline for a little bit of guidance from head coach Junta. 2.48 to go here in this opening quarter. Well, it looks like they did give him two yards there on the, on the final thrust. Sometimes it is hard to see from our perch at the 50-yard line. These guys get low along the, the carpet, and they can make that dot to the extra yard or so. Christiana split wide to the right once again. Duffy and White in the backfield. Diaguardi in motion. He tries to hand off to Diaguardi, and he's stuffed in the backfield. Sorry, that's White. White is stuffed in the backfield. Chris Nelson making a huge tackle right there. So once again, big third down here. Third and goal for Marple Newtown. The ball back where it was a couple plays before at the 10-yard line, so a loss of two. Yeah, the way West Drive is gone, maybe the Tigers feel more comfortable on third down, so we'll see. Yeah, they've actually they've exercised their will on virtually every third down play thus far. So we have Christiana wide to the left this time. Duffy in the backfield with White. Diaguardi in motion. Johnson falls, White but he takes it up the middle for a touchdown. Ryan White. Ryan White. Second touchdown of the night, and again, third down, proving to be... What exactly the Tigers need? Great running by Ryan White right up the middle. You know what? I don't know about your generation, Chris, but in our generation we had something called the milk of magnesia play, where as soon as the ball was snapped, you went down with stomach cramps and said, ah, oh, milk of magnesia. But when everybody's attention is on you, you just slip the ball right off there, and that's exactly what Johnson did for White. And White went in like a bullet once again up the middle, uncontested for the score. The older version of the wing tee right there, a little hybrid version. So Adam Fender on for the kick. It is partially blocked, but still good. Still good. Just showing the power of his leg, partially blocked. You need, you need to have two hands yeah. on the ball right from the get-go. 
as he had to kind of still got a couple of fingers there, but it wasn't really enough to slow it. So with 1.34 remaining in this opening quarter, Marple Newtown now takes a 14-0 lead. We'll be back with a quick break on the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory. Visit any other locations throughout the Delaware Valley, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. Visit them on the web at marines.com. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com and the Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club. For more information about the Boosters Club, visit their link on marplenewtownfootball.com. Up to the 33-yard line after a gain of 20. Yeah, he, he almost broke that right there with a great tackle by Billy Weaver. Like the punter really stopped making a huge stop on special teams right there. It was an excellent boot once again, a deep boot, but Bridge has that quiet, sneaky quickness. Yeah, he's got those long strides, deceiving speed. Flatly under center now. Three wide receivers for Conestoga. They mean business here, down by two touchdowns. But it's a handoff to number 19, Blair Brooks. Across the 35, he gets up shy to the 40. Number 81, Chris, Vince Christiana in on the tackle on the outside. Blair Brooks is one of those players in the backfield that we talked about in the opening, Bob. Real good runner. First touch of the game here. Right. There's no doubt that the Conestoga Pioneers have the firepower in the backfield to get back into this game between Dennis and Brooks. Gain of five there, second and five now. Once again, a three wide receiver set for Conestoga. Kurt Whiteman, widest to the right here near our broadcast booth, but it's another handoff. Brooks takes it absolutely nowhere. He tried to spin across and try to get up to the line of scrimmage, but he was driven violently backwards. Carl Kasarski making the stop there, number 22. Carl Kasarski. Again, as we see, it's a cliche, but it's it's so true. He was right in the backfield as soon as right. that ball was snapped. Yeah. Bridge went absolutely nowhere and was knocked backwards. Yeah, it's pretty evident as the first quarter comes to a close with 45 seconds remaining running on the clock that the Tigers can't play tonight. Loss of two. Third down and seven. This thing's quickly unraveling here for Conestoga. Flatly once again under center. Casey Ikeda in motion. He drops back. He's got a long man. He's got a man over the middle. It's De- Leighton Dennis across the 35, across the 40. Escapes a man at the 45 and gets up near midfield, so it's a first down. Yeah, you see the speed right there. Leighton Dennis on the screen pass. Ryan Duffy came in, number two, made the stop, made the tackle. Just short of the 50-yard line, the 49 to be exact. For the first time, we see Flatley faking a long pass downfield and just dumping it off in the flat and letting Dennis do what he does best. Yeah. And it was frantic action there as he scampered for the first down. Gain of 17. Yeah, there's a lot of speed on this Pioneers offense. And this will be the final play of the first quarter. Flatley once again under center. Three wide receivers set. He gives it off once again to Dennis. He gets right up to the 50 and no further. Yeah, Christian Whiteside right in there on the stop, making a great tackle. Duffy also up there forcing the issue. 
So we come to the end of the first quarter, a very successful one for the Tigers. They lead 14-0. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. I had to 